This is Moonshine and Scoreboards with Kevin, Landon, and Justin. Hello and welcome to Moonshine and Scoreboards, episode 16, and our very first Bowl Bonanza show. Um, the, the, the first time we've done one of these, because it's our first year as a podcast and our first bowl season, and so we're going to preview every single bowl game. We're going to break, maybe break down some, talk a little bit about some, but pick every single one uh, and see which one has, which one of us has the best percentage picks. Uh, join me tonight to do this is my good co-host, my good friends, Justin and Landon. How are we doing, fellows? What's up, Kevin? It is the most wonderful time. Uh, wait, am I allowed to sing that? Or are we going to get a copyright? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't get a copyright. They won't listen. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, my lawyers are telling us uh, we are in the clear. And uh, I am doing much better, as you can sound, uh, than I was last week. Still not 100%, but I'm not doing a... Duke Nukem, a Snake Plissken impression, as I heard on social media. So uh, I am glad to be somewhat more healthy. We're happy. Uh, yeah, you sound fantastic. We're oh, thanks, buddy. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm happy to hear that. Although I did want to keep calling you the Dennis Rodman of COVID. I was excited to do that. <laughs> well, as I, as I mentioned on a previous podcast, other people have called me a worm uh, in my real life. So we can keep going with that one. So I'm fine with that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like, I like that. I like that nickname. Maybe we'll just start calling you worm. Um, <laughs> but normally I'm, I'm just going to shoot y'all straight. Normally we have, we try to, we try to keep this show high and tight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that we're going to be able to do that this week. There's a lot of bowl games we got to pick. I think we're we going to try to, we're going to every, every bowl game. We, we have to stick to a minute and a half and then just keep oh moving. My gosh. Okay. <laughs> That's At least we'll a minute to. and a half. Yeah, <laughs> we, we will try our hardest. Um, I think the easiest way to break down the bowl games and everything is to talk about them, talk about the teams. But in order to get a clear picture, you also have to talk about who's playing and who's not playing. And this is kind of something that we were talking about a little bit before the show. Uh, in our current age of college football, um, a lot of players decide that they're just not going to play in the bowl game. Um, whether it be to prep for the NFL draft or because they're entering the transfer portal. But you do see a lot of opt-outs in bowl games. And so for the big bowl games and for the bigger teams, we are going to talk about what players are not playing. If there's an impact player that's not playing, we're going to tell you, hey, this person's not playing. That way you have a better idea of why we're picking said team. But before that, I'm going to allow myself... 10 minutes. Do we want to do 10 minutes, gentlemen? Oh, sweet Christ. 10 minutes to talk about baseball. Can we just, can we, can we make it 10 or should I do five? Oh, oh, you're, you're, you're going to limit yourself to five going the other way. I thought you were going to say, are we going to limit it to 10 or are we going to take and turn this into a part one of part two <laughs> podcast? No, 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 no. I'm going to do 10 or five. I think you should do and five. It's not, five. Okay. And it's not just going to be me. It's going to be me. And, and I mean, Justin hasn't really talked about it, but me and Landon have. <laughs> in our little group chat. So so I, I will limit it to five. And if I go over, I mean, I go over. It's, it's not oh, I thought, okay. I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. I thought you were going to take uh, the victory lap that you were so longing to take last week. Okay. All right. This is oh, Don't fine. worry. That's going to be there too. All right. Ready? Oh, ready? Man. 
I'm sorry. Go. Wait, 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 wait. Right. I'm starting the timer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I already started it. I already started it. He already started it. <laughs> Tell me when I can go. Go. <laughs> go. All right. Juan Soto is a New York Yankee. It feels great. It's fantastic. Uh, Yankee Stadium is has all long been built to be a left-handers park, and Juan Soto is arguably the best left-handed bat in baseball, one of them at least. And the Yankees traded for him literally about four hours after we got done recording last week. So <laughs> that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you manifested it, Kevin. Yeah, I manifested yep. it. One thousand good though. Um, it did feel really good. We're talking about a guy that was winning the World Series when he was 19 years old. Um, he's long. Everybody's been calling him even before he was traded to the Yankees. People had been calling him a generational talent. Uh, he is. He's a fantastic <laughs> baseball player. And to add him to a Yankee stadium that's built for left-handed bats, I, as a Yankee fan, am very excited because. You have you all haven't gotten a chance to listen to Kevin the baseball fan, but uh, Kevin the football fan is passionate about Tennessee. Kevin loves college football. Uh, Kevin's first love in sports has always been and will always be the New York Yankees. So I am very passionate about the Yankees. Very excited about Juan Soto. The other big news. Well, hold on, hold happened. on, Kevin. Kevin the football fan is passionate. Kevin the Yankee fan makes. Everybody around him feels slightly uncomfortable while he talks about the Yankees. So uh, I do. congratulations I do. on your win, I suppose. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I want all the flowers. Um, yes, it's because yeah. winning the offseason, that's what really counts, right? <laughs> that's yeah. what matters. That's, that's, that's what we hang banners on. <laughs> well, it does if you don't make the playoffs. That is oh, true, yeah, and and I don't even know if you can say you jokes. won the playoffs because uh, a couple days later, uh, the big fish was reeled in, so to speak. He was, he was, he was. Uh, where the big fish, of course, that we're talking about is Shohei Otani, the best free agent on the market, um, the two-way sensation, the Japanese all-star, all-baseball player, reigning AL MVP, two-time AL MVP, Shohei Otani signs a 10-year, $700 million contract with the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's that's fake money. That's not real money. Yeah. Well, it actually is fake money. Come to turns out, yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. It is fake money because when the news broke on Saturday, me as a Yankees fan, I was, you know, totally whatever because the Yankees never had a shot at Otani, nor did I want Otani. And... So when I saw 10 years, $700 million, I was thinking, oh, okay, $70 million a year for the next 10 years. That's that's what every other contract is. So I was assuming that's what that would be. But no, it turns out that come Monday evening, we get the contract breakdown. And out of the $70 million a year that Otani would be getting, $68 million of it is deferred to like 2047. Mm-hmm. Like when Otani is going to be, he'll be dead by then probably. <laughs> or or like sitting in Japan at his house owning the Korean Baseball Associate Organization. Yeah, like, let's go with option two. Option one was kind of morbid there, Kevin. It was bleak. Uh-huh. Not a big, yeah, yeah, just not a big because he's tied with the Yankees. Let's not wish death upon the man. <laughs> 
um, he'll own a couple of teams at that point. Um, <laughs> so, so instead of getting hit seventy million dollars on the luxury tax, the Dodgers get hit two million dollars. So I thought it actually turns out it's forty six million dollars. I don't know. MLB contracts are weird. I highly disagree with this. We had a discussion of it in the group chat. Uh, <clears throat> I I do see it. Landon, you made the point in the chat as as a team player move. I do see that because you know he's taking less money right now to get so the Dodgers can spend more money right now. That being said, it's incredibly shady. Nobody else has done it. Uh, nobody else. I mean, only one other team's ever done it, and that's the Bobby Bonilla contract by the Mets. Um, but I mean, th- this is. I was very upset. That's my baseball news. That's my baseball opinion. I was mad about the Dodgers. I'm mad at the Dodgers. I'm anti-Dodgers. I'm anti-Shohei Otani. And I'm pro-Juan Soto. And I'm pro the New York Yankees. And I did it in under five minutes. Yeah, you did. You you actually had 10 seconds left, Kevin. I'm, I'm proud of you. Oh, I was about to say, was 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 that the horn or uh, for the timer or or the horn that Kevin just tooted for himself? Um, I, uh, yeah, well, uh, as, as as somebody who has a team in the NL, uh, go Cubs, go! Uh, I have never been pro Dodgers. The fact that Otani is now in the NL, I am not pro Otani. Um, uh, and even though I did make the argument, this is a team move. Um, him being a team player. Pretty much pra- practically playing for free. Like, like let's let's call a spade a spade. He's getting paid seventy million dollars a year, and he's only taking two million of it. He's letting the team play with the rest of it, and he gets paid the rest of it in what you say, like like twenty forty seven or something. With the caveat that he gets paid that with interest, so mm-hmm. he is letting his team. A, go out there, get better pieces for him to ultimately get the goal that everybody plays a team sport for, win a championship, and B, he's going to make more money. Like, like, and, and it seems like, like Otani isn't a dude who's hurting for money. So he is setting, like, like, I granted, I have not seen his tax returns. I have not seen his books. This is me just assuming. Well, I want to see the birth certificate. Open- Oh, open the book, Tony. Open the book, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, he was probably born in Hawaii. <laughs> Everybody's saying it, <laughs> but um, I can't believe you just went that route. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, like, like I agree with you. This is an incredibly shady move, and I cannot believe that Major League Baseball is okay with this. But I mean, this this isn't against the rules because this is part of the collective bargaining agreement. The players and the owners agreed upon this and you already invoked his name, the Bobby Bonilla rule. Like, like I think we were all celebrating Bobby Bonilla day up until a few years ago. Hell, we might even oh, no. still be celebrating we Bobby Bonilla. You still got 11 it, more years, buddy. God bless America. So, so I even made the joke to another friend. Otani turned himself into the modern day Bobby Bonilla. And I didn't even realize that he was invoking the Bobby Bonilla rule when he was doing this. Like, like, is it shady? 1000%. Wait, but do hold it- on. Can I ask a question though? Why no. is it shady? Why is it shady? I, I, so if, it's, if it's within it's, the rules, I want to know why. It so goes it's it, shady it, it, because like the way that the baseball salary is set up uh-huh. is that 
you have the luxury tax mm -hmm. and there's three tiers to the luxury tax. And the, I, I don't know off the top of my head what the amount of each tax bracket is, but if you spend over a certain amount on your payroll that year, yeah. For your whole team, then you get taxed 7%. Like if you go over the top one, you get taxed 7% of every single dollar that you spend over your yeah. payroll. The yeah. whole reason they did this was because in the 90s and the 2000s, the Yankees were just buying every single free agent and they put it in there and made it the Steinbrenner tax. Yeah. Now it's called the Cohen tax because the Mets have the owner with the most money. All these contracts that everybody else signs, they, for instance, they, they sign it on a regular payout structure. Mm -hmm. Like I would assume, like I assumed the Otani's was 700 million for 10 years. You take 700 divided by 10, you get 70 million a year. Mm -hmm. That 70 million goes against your payroll every single year. Right. Right. The way that the Dodgers and Otani did this contract with the deferrals, instead of it being a $70 million hit on their luxury tax on their payroll every year it's instead of 46 million dollars so you free up 24 more million dollars yeah. yeah every single year yeah. that it's it's shady because it's it's not against the rules but nobody does it because that's what the luxury tax is there to prevent is teams to just build a super team like that well, and well then if if okay so my but my argument still stands in that if it's something you can do it's not against the rules that means it's not shady and it's really more on the players association and the league to put in rules to stop it. If, if, if it's something teams shouldn't be doing, then there should be a rule that says they can't do it. I disagree with that. And and the reason I called it shady is technically, yeah, Jay, technically you're correct. It doesn't break any rules. I, but I think it goes against the spirit of the game. And that is very open to interpretation to whoever says it, whoever believes it. That like, like I, I just, I just, and this is going to sound very weak. I understand it even before I say it. Like, I just don't think it's fair. Mm. It's not, you know, I, I, I mean, and here's, here's the big point of view, right? Justin is you're getting the point of view of a Yankees fan that did not want Otani, but once a guy that, with Otani taking this deferral money, the Dodgers now have a real chance to go out and get. And a Cubs fan who the Cubs had a chance to go get Otani and were in on the Otani sweepstakes. If you talk to a Dodgers fan, they're going to sit there and say, oh, yeah, man, this is all good. There's nothing wrong with this. You know, it's whatever. But you're talking to two guys that are like, we're not Dodgers fans. We don't like the Dodgers. We really don't like the Dodgers right now. And so, yeah, I mean, this is, that's what I kept saying Monday night. I was like, this is not fair. This is not fair at all. But, but, okay. And I totally get that. It makes sense from, from the perspective that you explained it. It makes sense. However, your team could do exactly the same thing with another player. They could. They mm -hmm. could. And, You're right. And so, this is what I fear. So, the, so fear it's fair because that, it could be done. Right. I mean, I fear that Pandora's box is about to be opened. Yeah. When and you could, do something right. like this. Yeah. When you, when, because this, like I said, this is unprecedented. This has only happened one other time in yeah. Major League Baseball history. And, and that contract is still being paid off. And there's still 11 more years of that contract to be paid off. Oh but my God. <laughs> you have the Dodgers who already have a really good team mm -hmm. who are, who have won their division for like the last 13 years go out and they get the best player in free agency. And what a lot of people are going to say is the best player in baseball. 
They go out and add him for pennies on the dollar. And now you have, and I'm once again, hand up Yankees fan. You have a crazy owner in Queens who is the owner of the Mets, who is a convicted freaking felon (laughs) for tax evasion. (laughs) And he has endless amount of money. What is to stop him from saying, all right, well, I'm going to give you a billion dollar contract and just defer that money for the next 40 years. Right. It could and happen. and yeah. that's what I think that's the problem with that, with this whole deferral of the contract thing. You're right. MLBPA and the MLB should have stepped in and said, hey, y'all can't do this. Yeah. Um, right. Could they and, have stepped in? I know in the NBA uh, back around maybe the turn of the century, we saw David Stern when he was still the commissioner step in and stop the trade of Chris Paul back in his prime to the Lakers. I know he stepped in and stopped that, but could uh man, uh, what's his name? Paul Mansford. Yes. Him. Could, could he have stepped in and said, no, no, we're, we're, we're not letting this fly. The owners and the G and, and the owners of all of their teams, they, according to Jeff Passan, they did have a meeting to potentially try to stop this, but, they all voted, you know, no, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. We're not going to interesting. That. So in that box. So, so the could have owners seem to be okay with this. Yeah. Well, I don't know that all the owners are okay with it, but the but, majority, the voting majority right. was okay the voting majority. Right. Honestly, and because I, kind of what you're saying, they saw the opportunity. They could take their war chest mm-hmm. and offer it to the next hotness that comes into free agency and offer them a bajillion dollars and then be like, yo dude, we're just going to defer it. And then we'll pay you uh finish the contract in like say 30 Oh one. Is that cool? <laughs> well, my, I was talking to my grandfather about it earlier and I don't want to spend too much time on it. you know, we do have the bonanza to get to. Um, but I, I was talking with him earlier and he had said, he brought up a very good point, which is, what happens now? I know this is the Dodgers and it's not going to happen, but what was to happen if the Dodgers just went bankrupt? Who, and how does this guy get his money? If, if it's guaranteed money, the way it would most likely work, I mean, it would end in the courts, but um, Otani would have some sort of a claim on the asset, basically. Like they would, they right. would liquidate and he would have some sort of a claim on all that. That's so like. Okay, so then he would become an, an owner of the team. Maybe, or, or you know, a lot of times in a bankruptcy situation like that, if there's liens or, in this case, a guaranteed giant contract, the bank is going to sell off every asset that exists, and then whatever money is left will be sent out to the people who are owed the money. Um, and it may not be all of it, but that's probably that's probably how they would do it. So my other question is, it's a risk Otani's taking really right is what happens if Otani, you know, that's a risk that Otani's taking. Here's a risk that Dodgers are taking. What happens if Otani plays two seasons in LA and says, you know what? I'm gonna go back to Japan. Mm -hmm. Did he gets paid because all all, what all baseball contracts are guaranteed, ain't they? Yep. Unless there's some language in the contract that uh, that he signed with the Dodgers that lets them get out of it, but if but if Otani went into this contract having the even the idea, the inkling that this is something he would want to do, he wouldn't give them an out like that. No, 
Hmm. See that, that that's why I just you know I I get it team player contract I get it you know he's trying to win a ring I understand that do I think that he needed to do all of this I'm I you made a very good point Justin about how it you shouldn't consider it shady or how you don't consider it shady I I'm still going to consider it shady because I'm I'm butthurt well, because by it you're, exactly sour grape <laughs> yeah I, I'm one hundred I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat around the bush I'm butthurt by it so. <laughs> I understand that he wants to win a ring and I don't think that he had to go about this shady way of setting up his contract to do it when you're going to a team that won the World Series three years ago and hasn't missed the playoffs in like 15 years. So, Guys, guys, I think we're missing the biggest reason he signed with the Dodgers. Most of his stuff is already in Los Angeles as a human, like, like nobody wants to move. It's the worst thing ever. So he's just like, I'm just going to stay in Los Angeles. That's, 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 that's why he's there. Yeah. I signed with the Dodgers. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. It doesn't, the Dodgers (laughs) thing doesn't bother me. What bothers me is the contract. That's what bothers me. The, The contract bothers me. I mean, when, when I saw $700 million, I thought I misread that at first. I really did. Yeah, I mean, my seven hundred million dollars. All right, like I'm going to throw this question out there, and I'm like, like because I'm throwing it out there, y- y'all, and I-, I definitely don't have an answer. Who is going to be the next free agent in any sport that's going to top that number? Well, is it? Wait, but is hasn't it already been topped? Because how much money does Messi make? Doesn't he make close to a billion or something oh, in his contract? Uh, okay. Let me rephrase that American sport. This is an American sport. It's MLS. He's, a, he's in Miami, so. Jay, I mean, you know what well, I mean. The big, no, the I know big sports. That's legitimate. I mean, that's, that's giant money. I do, I do think that you're right. I think that I do think that his, I think Messi's contract tops his. Landon, to your question of, like, I'll take it as the four big sports um, or the big four sports. I, I don't know that this contract gets topped. I mean, my, my grandfather hates the Yankees. And so he immediately, of course said, Oh, well, Juan Soto's going to want $800 million. And I was like, <laughs> okay, you're, you're delusional. Um, but I was like, that, that's funny. But I, I think multiple factors come into why he got that money. One, he's a two way player. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Even if he's not going to be a starting pitcher going forward, he, he's still a two way player. And then, two, as much as I don't like him, and I have not liked Shohei Otani since he got to the league, because I have my own personal reasons why I don't like him. But as much as I don't like him, MLB and everybody else is head over heels in love with this dude. You sign him and your fan base it grows exponentially and getting Otani opens up a whole nother fan a whole nother section of your fan base because now you have all of Asia Asia that is head over heels in love with Otani and if you go out and get start getting these Japanese free agents that are coming from the Korean baseball organization um and start coming over here and you start getting all of them and start building putting more Japanese players on the same team, you're going to have a bigger and bigger and bigger fan base. Um, so, I mean, I do, I, I, it's a business move on the Dodgers part because butts are going to be in seats and merch is going to be sold. Um, 
but I don't I don't know that anybody else. I mean, until we get to see another two way player, you know, that's the only that would be the only answer I could have. So you think it's you think it's going to take us seeing another two way player? I do. I mean, to me, the best player in baseball in the last decade or the last ten years, maybe, um, is is was Mike Trout. Yep, and he kind of made his bed and already laid in it. And I think that contract was like four fifty mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and Bryce Harper kind of like did the same thing. Uh, Aaron Judge is just off the table. I'm just trying to think of like young guys that are coming up. I mean, the Braves have all these guys that are young that somehow they lock up for ten dollars for thirty <laughs> years, and, and I don't I don't know how that happens, but I don't I don't know. I I think that I mean the Yankees have a young guy that is gonna get a lot of money in in Jason Dominguez. Uh, he's not a two-way player, and he, uh, he's not going to get seven hundred million dollars. So, I'm just—I'm also looking at a baseball aspect too. You could see a combo con- a combo contract of seven hundred million dollars in the NBA when Bronny James comes in the NBA. You could see that with LeBron and Bronny together. But that would be a com- maybe, I see. A I was thinking that that would be a combo, but it's like. I think with the way NBA contracts are currently structured, it kind of protects the owners from the contracts getting to that point. And yeah. obviously in the NFL, we know owners, I mean, yeah, we're, we're going to sign you to a bazillion dollar contract, but we know NFL contracts, really the only money you need to pay attention to is the signing bonus because you could be cut at the drop of a hat. And then, I mean, I'm a Preds fan and I love hockey in the NHL, but I mean, NHL, doesn't make enough to warrant signing anybody to a $700 million contract. Yeah. Really the only sport that it could happen is baseball would be baseball. Yeah. Um, and to be completely honest, I don't see it. I, I think at the next CBA, this is something like this is going to get nipped in the butt and they're not going to, this, this will be the last time that you see a contract like that. I'm fairly certain that you're not going to see a $700 million contract with, it being $2 million annually. I don't, I don't think you're going to see that again. Um, but if that's just a preview of the MLB talk that we're going to get into, because <laughs> we've got plenty of MLB talk to talk. Uh, the hot stove is still hot. Um, the, the, the Yoshinobu Yamamoto sweet steaks are still going. The Cubs still have money to spend and moves to make. So so we're gonna we're gonna talk baseball, but I want to get into these bowl games, um, mainly because I think this is gonna be a little fun little fun time for us to do. Before we get into the bowl games, though, because these don't count as the pub dubs, Justin, I believe you have an update of. No, we don't need to get into that. It's fine. It's fine. We can we, we, we can we can go to the bowl picks. It's fine. Oh well, maybe you're referencing Week 15 results, Kevin. And you are correct. I I do have an update to share with those who like to update their scorecards. Kevin, (laughs) I'm hearing something in my headphones. Turn me up. Turn my headphones up. Um, (laughs) So, Kevin, I know you're trying to dig yourself out of the basement, and uh, unfortunately, you're digging the wrong way. Um, You went four and seven last week, and that means no. You went four. You're 
your double dog was the double the wrong way. <laughs> it was a double dope. <laughs> and so you are 39 and 55 overall with a percentage Golly. of four fifteen. Um thank you, Landon. It's not why good. is this my fault? <laughs> <laughs> See, Kevin has been taking more risk because he's trying to make up ground, and it's just getting worse. Oh, what? So I'm a bad influence? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Not no, the first no, time I've heard no. that in my life. But still, no, you're no, just no, setting no. the bar so high that he's uh, pull, he's pulling a hammy trying to reach it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm doing the the very typical, the stereotypical chasing your losses. Yeah, you hear on all of the gambling commercials to not do. That's yep. what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, so Kevin, might I tell you? Call the Tennessee Red Line at one eight hundred eight eight nine nine seven eight nine. And a message for Paul out there. Please don't bet any mortgage or anything at all on anything Kevin says for a while. Yeah, I would imagine if Paul has been betting his mortgage on anything Kevin threw out there, Paul no longer has a house to bet. So yeah. Paul is Paul is on the side of the road. Yeah, Paul I, is now living with Kevin. So yeah. I'm, in, I'm in trouble. I'm sorry, I'll get on a heater eventually. But here's the exciting news of the week. There has been a change at the top of the leaderboard. Landon, you had a very um, respectable six and four result last week, but you could not keep up with the pace of one Justin Krutzinger, who went nine and two last week and is now firmly in possession of first place. Overall, Landon's 51 and 41 with a percentage of 554. And I am 55 and 40 with a percentage of 579. Hail to the king, baby. I'm what on two top. games did you miss? I missed uh, a couple. Uh, I missed the. I called the. I, I picked the Falcons. They were both NFL games. I picked oh. the Falcons, and then uh, can't remember whichever one it was. But oh, did you guys pick the Eagles? I think you guys picked the Eagles. No, no, I. No, I we all the we all went with the Chiefs. We all went with the Chiefs. That's, That's what right. it was. That's mm-hmm. right. We went with the fight and Taylor Swifts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Shout out Kadarius Tony, you big dumbass. Oh my god. That, that play, oh my God. Yeah, I was just like, that play was incredible. Wait, there's a flag on the field. Why is there a flag on the field? Oh, wow, he was very much offsides, you stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah, that was not good. Um, I got to tell you, in the Vikings game, I was rooting for that to end in a tie. because I thought Oh, me too, dude. Yes, really me too. Funny. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh-huh. But, it's like, Josh Dobbs, I'm really sorry that it seemed like you've now lost your job, but I too was pulling for that double goose egg when yeah. the time hit triple goose egg yeah Wait, what game did i pick a tie for last week it was the browns uh, oh. yeah the uh, jags browns yeah mm-hmm. yeah of course i got that one wrong too would you guys have given me the points if i if that game had tied if, if the vikings no. had tied? you can't oh. there's no, no property of ties Are you kidding me? <laughs> come on man i'm in last okay help a brother out <laughs> This isn't a charity. This is pub dubs. We play for keeps. That's right. We play for keeps. <laughs> you play to win the game. Yeah. You're right. You do play to win the game. You know who else right. plays to win the game? The college athletes at the bowl games. Yeah. The How ones about who that participate. Let's do it. <laughs> exactly Perfect. right. <laughs> Perfect. Now, I do want to preface this by saying these games do not go on the pub dubs. This is its own, its own thing. You also can pick along with us in our Pick'em group, College Football Pick'em group, that is live on ESPN right now. You go to ESPN and you go under Fantasy, you go under Bowl Mania. You can then type cool. in... Yeah, yeah Bowl Mania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you will type in uh, the group name Moonshine and Scoreboards, and then you will it'll pop up, and you can make your picks. They're straight picks. They're not confidence. They're not spread. Just who's going to win the game. And that's exactly how we're going to do it tonight. Yep. So, without further ado. Yeah, buckle up. It. We got like 44 of these things. Yeah, buddy. We're going to, we're going to, some of them we're going to fly through. Some of them we're not. But we're going to try our hardest. Oh, I have other show notes down here. We don't need those. <laughs> get rid of that. Yeah, get rid of that prep. Who needs Unprofessional. it? Unprofessional. Unprofessional. All right. Before we start. Are you guys going to go on to the bowl gate on the bowl mania and do your picks on there? Or do I already you did. Track them I already mind? did. All right. Yeah, I'm locked Beautiful. in. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, uh, so I don't have to pick them as we go. <laughs> right, 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 right. Let's awesome. see how All right. we can just do this. Let's just run through them really fast. <laughs> Set yeah. a speed right. record. The Myrtle Beach Bowl. We, Myrtle Beach Bowl. We have the Ohio Myrtle Bobcat. Beach Bowl. <laughs> Myrtle Beach Bowl. Myrtle Beach Bowl. Stop it. You're throwing me off course. <laughs> We have the Ohio Bobcats against the Georgia Southern Eagles. I, myself, picked the Ohio Bobcats. Yeah, I did as well. Uh, Sweep it. Ohio uh, has won four of the last five. While on the flip side, uh, Georgia Southern has lost four of the last five. So uh, give me the Bobcats of the Ohio. There's there's some teams playing some good football in Ohio. We're going to get to another one in a second. But nine and three, Ohio Bobcats. Yeah, uh-huh. nine and three. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was trying to figure out where where my how to access my picks live. I got them right here. We're good. All right. The RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. I'm gonna go ahead and say every single uh you know do sponsor it. of the yeah. bowl when I do this. Just so I mean, I mean, that. corporate America would would appreciate that, Kevin. Yep. And yeah, maybe by the- you showing your willingness to uh, give love to sponsors, maybe some sponsors would be willing to give some love to us in the future. Sponsors, right. do you hear that? We are open yep. to some sponsor love. Yes. I or love sponsored sponsors. love, lady. Wait, no, I, my girlfriend would be pissed if you heard me say that. Mm-hmm. My wife would as well. Um, <laughs> the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. <laughs> Louisiana Raging Cajuns against the Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Louisiana in the home game in a home upset. Wow. Landon, what do you got? Uh, give me the uh, Gamecocks of uh, Jackson State to take care of business. They are technically the home team, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going with Jacksonville State as well. And um, no real reason for it. Did you have, I, I mean, I was looking to see, I guess, are there any opt-outs in this one? I couldn't find them. I don't know. Um, this game was the uh, the New Orleans Bowl. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, there are no opt-outs in this game. Okay. This is actually the one one of the games that has zero opt-outs. Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, full-strength Jacksonville State Gamecocks going to bring it home. We love that. We love the full-strength Jacksonville Gamecocks, if I can talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. The avocados from New Mexico, or sorry, <clears throat> sorry, eh, wrong. Avocados from Mexico, not New Mexico, for straight from Mexico. Pure <laughs> Bowl. Did, 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 did we skip one? <laughs> well, no, uh, did I skip the Holiday Bowl? You skipped the Cricket Celebration Bowl. Oh, I did skip the Cricket Celebration Bowl? I didn't have that written down. Oh, is that? um? That would be okay. the Florida A&M Rattlers taking on the uh, Bison of Howard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I went with Florida A and M, but I didn't do that on my other. On yeah, my regular same. Sheet. Yeah, sweep it. Okay, they're eleven and one. So yeah, yeah, yeah going up against a six and five uh, Howard team. So uh, yeah, yeah, give me the Rattlers. Rattlers. Right. Now back to avocados. Uh, avocados yes. of Mexico. Avocados from Mexico, not New Mexico. Cure Bowl. <laughs> Appalachian State Mountaineers eight and five on the season against the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks. I got Appy. eleven and two. I got Appy. Uh, who do I have in this? Um, uh, yeah, give me the. Uh... Yes, sorry, uh, sorry, lost my spot on the uh, browser. Uh, despite having uh, an eight and five rep- record, I'm going to Appy State as well to take down uh, the Red Hawks of Miami. Yeah, sorry, That's Natalie. Wild though that that Miami's eleven and two, right? And, and still a five point dog in this game. Yeah, and and Miami's coming in on a five game winning streak as well. Yeah. That's in, that's an interesting. It was an interesting pick. I thought I was going to be like picking an underdog when I was looking at the records, and then I looked and I was like, oh, interesting. But then um, if, if you look at the spread, I mean, like like this is a line that opened at minus four and a half, Appy State, and it's since grown to minus six and a half. Yeah, Appy State. Yeah, we confidence love that. in Happy State. We love we love confidence in our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Um, the Isleta. Am I, am I saying that right? Isleta, Isleta. Just say yes Perfect. and move on. New Mexico Bowl, Fresno State, who was ranked for a lot of the season. Fresno State Bulldogs against the New Mexico State Aggies. New Mexico State finished ten and four, and Fresno State finished eight and four. Fresno State was ranked a lot of the season. That's why I'm going with the Bulldogs. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not paying attention to that. I'm going with New Mexico State. They're 10 and 4. They've won 10 football games. How have they played 14 games? That um, is strange. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, you, now that you point that out, huh? I'm going that to click strange. on full team schedule. <laughs> because uh, that's too many. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's a couple too many now that you mention it. They started playing August 26th. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Did they just nine, not have a bye? 13, 14. Well, I'll be damned. They did play 14 games. Uh, it does look like uh, their 14th game was a uh, championship game of some sort against Liberty Biberty. Oh, yeah. See, and I think Liberty's pretty good. Um, so, yeah. And I, and I mean, like, I, I, they, they, they did lose to Liberty, but it was 49-35. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Eh, you know. In my terms, that's a close game. I, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> that, was, that was a callback to the Texas-Oklahoma State last week. <laughs> oh, Maybe. I guess I uh, – yeah. Um, uh, give me New Mexico State. Uh, despite losing to Liberty Biberty and despite squeaking out a, a win in their last regular season game against my alma mater, the fighting uh, blue flying horses of uh, Middle Tennessee State University. New Mexico State has won four of their last five, while uh, Fresno State has uh, gone three and two over the last five going into bowl season. So I like uh, New Mexico State to take care of business. Business. Speaking of business, you, the listener, might be saying, huh, well, we haven't seen a whole lot of opt-outs. Well, this is where they start to pop up. (laughs) Um so clearly the first four or five bowl games people wanted to play in and now you're starting to see uh i think i'm gonna sit this one out so the starco brands la bowl the boise state broncos against the ucla bruins this one has uh the first big name sit out dante moore 
the quarterback of UCLA is entering the transfer portal, so he will not be playing. And UCLA is also going to be without two of their best wide receivers in Keegan Jones and Cam Brown. Another yep. one of those will be playing. So, I'm still going to pick UCLA. I don't know why, but I'm still going to pick UCLA. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm going Boise State Broncos in this one. I, I think that, yeah, I, you know, they've still got their quarterback, and they had a pretty decent year. I mean, eight and five is respectable, and um, so I'm going Broncos in this one. Yeah, give me Boise State as well. Um, uh, I wasn't a fan of uh, Chip Kelly's team, even when they did have their starting quarterback uh, in Dante Moore, and I like them even less without Dante Moore. So, yeah, Boise State wins here. Boise, Boise. Boise, Boise, UCLA. Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. We've got the Texas Tech Red Raiders who finished the season six and six against the Cal Golden Bears, who also finished the season six and six. Uh, Texas Tech will be without Miles Price, one of their best wide receivers, and also will be without their starting quarterback, Tyler Show. Um, ben Finley no-go. will not be... He's a no-go. He's a no-go. Uh, ben Finley will not be playing for Cal. He played in about five games this season. Um, coming off the bench, uh, I believe there was an injury there, and that's why he played, but he is also entering the portal. Mm-hmm. I I picked Texas Tech. Yeah. Because I, I, I like them better than Cal. Yeah, I, I did as well. I, Cal ended up surprising me. They were a little better than I thought they would be this year, um, but I still don't think they're that great. But, I mean, neither one of these teams are. Clearly, they're – the they're the definition of average at six and six, but um, I I'm just gonna stick with it because that was my gut going with Texas Tech, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the Red Raiders. Didn't Tech have a big win this year too? Didn't they have like an upset win over somebody? I'm not 100 percent sure. I might be completely off base. Uh, would you um, consider but... a win over Kansas an upset win? Yes, that would be the one that I was talking about. Yep, Thank they you. beat Kansas at Kansas, as a matter of fact, 16-13 uh, on the 11th of November. Yep, after Kansas beat Oklahoma, right? Correct. Yep. That would be, yeah. all right. I, I, thought I, had, I thought I didn't dream that. Okay, two uh, texts. Yeah, we'll make it three. Um, uh, Jay kind of said it. These are the definition of uh, mediocre, uh, two six and six teams. Uh, you mentioned some opt-outs. Uh, I want to mention another one on the Texas Tech side. Uh, offensive tackle, Landon Peterson. Hey. Good name. Yeah, shout out to another dude Good named name. Landon. The all-Landon team. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we Good can name. field five. Five of us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We are not a the, good uh... team. <laughs> a good basketball team. The... No, not even that. The famous toastery bowl. What is, I don't, I don't don't know what famous toastery is. Well, then it's Um, clearly not famous if we have to ask what it is. Yeah. I don't know if, if like toastery is the brand and it's the famous bowl presented by toastery. Is it a food? I think I would assume, and you know what they say about assuming, but I would assume that it is a food. Is it a toaster and they're just mispronouncing the word? 
Why don't we make our picks and I'll do yeah. some good. <laughs> um, I'm I for the record, I'm going with Western Kentucky. There's a whole list of opt-outs here, oh my but I don't think a lot of these people had a whole lot of valuable playing time. Is is yeah. the big thing here? Because I looked up some of these guys and I didn't see a whole lot of stats on them. So I, there's a list of opt-outs, but Looks that's like, something else that you get around this time of year is everybody's opting out because they're transferring. And and a lot of times the people that are transferring are not the people that are playing. Yeah, the Landon team might be able to take these transfers. Let's look up the fame. What's what's famous toaster? Um, I also took the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers in this one. It's a restaurant. Is it really? Oh, yeah, well, that's food. Restaurant. What's the <laughs> menu now? I'm toast. All right. oh, I'll it's all toast. We got buttered, unbuttered, and that's it. Yep. They got, Welcome they got to Toasties. Mimosas. Your toasteries. Um, uh, give me the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. We are going to sweep it one more time. Uh, <laughs> Lots yeah, of a lot of teams. Yeah. Well, the Rammies don't count if it's not pub dubs. That's true. Uh, so we're, we're in the clear. Well, and technically, um, uh, technically, as as uh, we're recording right now, according to ESPN's own uh, sports book, uh, the Hilltoppers are a, a two and a half point underdog right now. So wow, okay, ESPN, yeah. the bet, ESPN, cool. ESPN bet. What an original name! Um, <laughs> there goes that sponsor. Uh, the Scooters Coffee. Oh, Frisco rats! Bowl. Yeah, yeah, we totally blew that one, Kevin. <laughs> This is this is one of my favorite bowls. The Scooters Coffee Frisco Bowl yeah. is the Marshall Thundering Herd against the UTSA Roadrunners. I love this bowl because I love me some Scooters Coffee. Oh, so hmm. I, that's one of the things. One of the what? You've I'm a Joffrey's guy, dude. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> time out. Time out. Thirty second time out. There's one on Clinton Highway on Callahan on Clinton. And then there's one on Kingston Pike. A Scooters? Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. There's one on Kingston Pike right past the mall. Um, like close, little further past Barnes & Noble. It's on your left-hand side. Um, and then the one on Clinton Highway is right there where Clinton, where you turn left to go to Callahan. Dude, it's so good. I, I love Scooters Coffee. Love okay. It. All right. Well, I will have to check it out then. I live by scooters. Anyway, back maybe to the I will even go out there on Tuesday, uh, December the nineteenth, uh, uh, in celebration of this game. I bet they'll be running a promo. I bet you they will. They run promos a lot. Get you a free coffee at Scooters, courtesy of Moonshine and Scoreboards. Don't tell them <laughs> that I'm picking up the tab, though. Um, yes, yes. Uh, to get that promo, you pay with your own money. And, and then hang on the to the receipt. <laughs> and give me the point. And that's it. I'm going with, I'm going with UTSA. Uh, we Thanks. played UTSA this year. Uh, and, and and that's and they looked, I mean, they, they weren't bad. They weren't terrible. Um, but I'm picking them against Marshall. Me too. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, I mean, they look actually had a pretty respectable year, eight and four, and it made me feel a little better about uh, Tennessee beating them in that game was a little closer than some people wanted it to be, but we handled them all right. So, yeah, go Roadrunners. 
Yeah, once again, sweep it. I'm taking a UTSA. Uh, Tennessee did take care of business against the Roadrunners in Neyland. You have to remember, this was without uh, their starting quarterback in Frank Harris. Um, I would have been very interested, kind of slash scared, to see what would have uh, played out if Frank Harris was playing because he is a hell of a player. Uh, Roadrunners take care of business. Uh, this line opened at eight and a half points favorite for the Roadrunners. It has since grown to 12 and a half points, according to ESPN bet. There you go, Paul. One of your bet the mortgages right there, buddy. Paul, no, 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 Paul, no, don't do it. I I got a couple. I got a couple. That's one of them. Um, The roofclaim.com Boca Raton bowl. That's not a real thing. Orange. It is. It is a real thing. The Syracuse orange against the USF bulls. Uh, this one has a big opt-out. Jerry Bohannon is the starting quarterback at USF. He's not playing. He was also, if you remember, he was quarterback at Baylor, was an all-Big 12 as a freshman. Jerry Bohannon. He will be entering the transfer portal. He's not playing for South Florida. Some other tra- some other uh, defensive players not playing for Syracuse that are going to be entering the portal. But nonetheless, I am picking the Syracuse Orange uh, to, to win this game. Both yeah. teams six and six again. Yeah, a couple uh, middle of the roads right here. Um, I didn't realize uh, until just now that uh, Jerry Bohannon was not going to be playing for South Florida, and I was trying to to give some support to a, an, an old offensive coordinator that used to walk around the hill uh, in Alex Golish. I feel like an idiot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, what? Golish. No, no, <laughs> it, 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 it's fine. He's now stealing recruits from us. So that's true. <laughs> Um, but that being the case, I mean, I was kind of 50, 50 on this one anyway, so I'm, I'm going orange. I'm going with the Syracuse orange. No cues. Uh, I originally picked South Florida and I'm going to stick with it. Uh, even with them, uh, losing their starting quarterback, uh, Alex Golish does know his way around the offensive side of the football. And you have to remember on the other side of the football, this is, uh, Dino Baber's last hurrah as uh, the head coach of the Orange of Syracuse. And maybe that could get his team up and fight for him one last time. But I don't know. With a 6-6 six and six record, I think this team might have uh, had that fire already go out. So let me go with the uh, Bulls of South Florida. Okay, we move on to the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Once again, that's not a real thing. A long name. UCF Knights, not the Golden Knights, just the Knights, against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Uh, no big opt-outs in this game. I went with both teams, also 6-6. Six and six. You can't go I with Georgia teams. Tech. Oh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's a tie, it's a tie. <laughs> I, just want, I, I just want both teams to have fun, you know. <laughs> uh, you beat me to it. <laughs> Everybody just gets going... a juice box afterwards, too. <laughs> I'm going with Georgia Tech. Uh, they, they, they've had some good games. They beat Miami. Uh, they were they did, had some close games in the ACC. So I, I'm going to go with the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, um, I also went with the Yellow Jackets, and this was because I wanted to pick the hometown UCF Knights in this game. But in talking to a couple of people I know that are big UCF fans. It doesn't seem like anyone around campus or around Orlando is super excited about this bowl game. They were kind of disappointed in their first year in the Big 12. And even though it's just a short drive over to Tampa, I don't think that many people are going to be going (laughs) 
over to see that game. So, yeah, I'm going to go Georgia Tech. Hmm. What Jay says has me kind of pondering my choice. But thankfully, the fans aren't the ones that are going to be playing the game. So I am going with UCF here to uh, beat Georgia Tech. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's move on to the Camellia Bowl, sponsored by absolutely nobody. These aren't real. (laughs) I've never heard of this one. See? Uh, Northern Illinois. (laughs) Northern Illinois Huskies against Arkansas State Red Wolves. Is that that's Butch Jones' team, correct? It is. Yeah. <laughs> it sure it is. is. It is. Uh, for that reason, I'm picking Northern Illinois. I, you know, I wanted to. I have a question. I, am I having a, a, like a, did I have a stroke or something? Northern Illinois, were they the Salukis before? The Salukis. And now they've, and now they're the Huskies. I, that you know, sounds familiar. Buddy. Yeah. Well, anyways. Um, I actually, just a quick story. I have a small connection to Northern Illinois because back when I was at UT, I had to do a project and in one of my classes, I can't remember what class it was or why I was doing this. But as part of that project, I actually reached out to Northern Illinois because they've got a very, very good non-traditional student program. It's, it's actually renowned among the country as one of the best non-traditional student programs and one of the most successful in Tennessee just so everyone knows, is not great at supporting non-traditional students. Maybe they've, <laughs> maybe, maybe they've gotten better, but they weren't great um, at the time. So I Also, actually, there goes that sponsorship. Great. <laughs> so I developed a relationship with a couple... Yeah, I, I developed a relationship with a couple of people at Northern Illinois, and, and so I have a little soft spot for, for that university. But uh, all that being said, I picked Arkansas State. <laughs> well, after that long story where you where you cost us uh, our uh, uh, Northern Illinois sponsorship. Uh, it's Southern Illinois that is the Salukis. Oh, dang it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you were close. Uh, you know, directions, they're practically the same. And I will never, ever, ever <laughs> pick a Lyle Jones football team. So give me the Northern Illinois Huskies. Boom. Huskies. Husk on. Yes. Let's move Huskies on. are husking, baby. And by the way, he's not Butch, Kevin. He's Lyle because I know, I'm nicknames so are for winners. I'm, I know. <laughs> well, he's a champion of life. Um, this, uh... <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. Touche. The, 70, the, the 76. <laughs> let me choke. The 76 Birmingham Bowl. We have the Duke. Blue ah, Devils. okay. I know this one. This is a steak sauce, right? No, no, no. That's A1. No. no. 57. Hines no. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> what, is, what the hell are with these names? <laughs> um, um, it's the Duke Blue Devils against the Troy Tro- Trojans. Uh, Duke has, obviously, their head coach is opting out. Um, <laughs> as, yeah, as that's one way to put it. <laughs> he's now the head coach at Texas A&M. Um, opted out for a better job. <laughs> Hell, kind of their quarterback has too. Yeah. Yep. Their quarterback, Roddy Leonard, has come into the Irish, baby. Um, (laughs) Anias Peoples, Peoples, pretty good defensive lineman. He's opting out. And then Jordan Waters, their starting running back, also opting out. I'm kind of Uh, surprised we didn't get a five minute soliloquy from you uh, talking about uh, Riley Leonard at the top of the show, too. Don't worry, Riley Leonard, the Heisman hype's coming. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, let's see if we can go ahead and get in on some uh, some early uh, bets. Uh, see what the odds yeah, are. <laughs> Landon, you, you rode with Sam Hartman. Put that sucker on a Heisman future on Riley Leonard. There we go. We ride together. We die. Emphasis on die together. That's right. (laughs) Irish. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going with Troy. They're 11 and two. um, And, and they are the favorite in this game. Uh, And, you know, Duke not having a quarterback or a head coach is probably a problem. So actually they have many Diaz. I don't know if many Diaz is going to coach. I don't know how good of a, how much of an upgrade of having no coach to having Manny Diaz is, but I'm I'm going with Troy nonetheless. Yeah. I have to feel like Troy, you know, they've had a great season and now they're looking ahead at the opportunity to, uh, to play the Duke blue devils in this bowl game. And they must be thinking in honor of Lyle Jones. I bet the phrase in their head is opportunity is nowhere. Um, (laughs) So I'm going to go with Troy as well to take down the Duke blue devils. Uh, yeah, once again, we're going to sweep it. I'm taking Troy. Uh, Kevin mentioned, uh, the entire team, it seems like has left for Duke. And even if they did have everybody that was on the regular season roster, the bloom really came off Duke as the regular season wore on. Um, they were a darling story in the early part of the season, but for whatever reason, they kind of fell apart. The longer the season went on, uh, closed their regular season losing three of the last five we're on the flip side troy on a five game winning streak i mean jay said it they've won 11 games this season uh, i think troy takes care of business here yeah, Troy Nick's season kind of turned around after notre dame broke riley leonard's shoulder and then he said you know what i'll just go play for notre dame instead um, <laughs> yeah, crazy, yeah, crazy yeah, yeah notre dame says i must break you and he said i will come play for you <laughs> instead don't break me anymore um <laughs> Let's go to the Lockhead Martins. That's Lockheed. Oh, Lockheed. Yeah. Lockheed. Yeah, well, not Lockhead. Dummy, Kevin. Lockheed <laughs> Martin Armed Forces Bowl. We have the Air Force Falcons against our darling this season, the JMU Dukes. <laughs> For Joe, I'm going Wait, hold to Hold on, say that again. JMU Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's right. I like it. That's how. They, that's a thing that they do. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> MJMU. <laughs> Pat McAfee <laughs> ate it up when he was there. <laughs> yeah, Pat I, McAfee eats up everything when he's everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I, I I like McAfee, but that dude lives in sleeveless shirts. So it's like, does. like, yeah, like, like, tone it down, a, just, just, just to scooch, dude. Um, so I, I, I'm. It, I'm concerned that if I don't pick James Madison here, there's a chance that the audio for this episode is going to get lost. So I am also oh, picking definitely do it. the James Madison Dukes. J-M-U Dukes. Oh, wait, I was supposed to. Damn it. <laughs> there you go. There yeah, you go. I'm good at this. <laughs> uh, Landon, are yeah. you going to make your pick? <laughs> okay. That's his JMU pick. Dukes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. I know That's that one's real. A pair of six and six teams, Utah State against Georgia State, the battle of state supremacy. Um, Spencer Petros was the starting quarterback at Iowa before he transferred to Utah State, and now he's transferring out of Utah State. So he will not be playing in this game. 
That being said, I'm still taking Utah State because Spencer Petras was the quarterback of Iowa. So that means that he probably wasn't very good. <laughs> yeah. Give me Utah yeah. State. <laughs> I know. We, we've had a lot of exciting 6-6 six and six versus 6-6 six and six matchups <laughs> so far. Thrilling. I'm starting to think we might have a couple too many bowl games, if I'm being honest. It's a little watered down. We don't even know who these sponsors are. But, yeah. I even think we got a 5-7 and seven, uh, team oh, coming there is. up here in a second. Yeah, yeah there is. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But I am also going with Utah State. Um, yeah, and just as exciting as a six and six uh, matchup is, uh, it's going to be another instance of all three of us agreeing. I too am taking uh, Utah State. <laughs> Damn it! No, I didn't mean to hit that. Uh, mainly because uh, Georgia State has lost five in a row coming into uh, postseason play. Uh, that is that is not a good trend, guys. So uh, I, like I think that I like uh, continues. I like the pick. Let's move on to the 68 Ventures Bowl. Speaking of teams that we nice. love and are so over the moon about, Eastern Michigan Eagles, 6-6. Six and six. South Alabama Jaguars, 6-6. Six and six. I'm going with South Alabama. Yep, me too. South Alabama. Don't know why. Just flipped a coin. Wow, it really came down to a coin. Yep, 6-6. Six and six. Can't really... Base it off anything. You well, eighty-one percent of the people have picked South Alabama at this point, and so. they're minus eight hundred. <laughs> and, and, and eighty-one percent. Yeah, and honestly, line, yeah, yeah, honestly, I have no knowledge about either of those teams. And when I was looking at this, uh, they have the line. I think the minus eight hundred is like, oh sweet Jesus! I think I have to pick this because I mean, for all I know, Eastern Michigan might have like nine players on their team. So uh, give me the South Alabama Jaguars. Hell, for all I know, they might be actual Jaguars. That's why they're such a huge favorite. That is another bet, the mortgage bet, because if it's by 14 points, you bet on them Yep. uh, in a bowl game. Yeah, what is that? Let's go with the S. That's crazy. Minus 16 points. Minus 16. Even more than two (laughs) touchdowns. We love it. We love it. Um, SRS, Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. That is going to be the Northwestern Wildcats. Pretty cool that they made a bowl game after their drama this season. Uh, and the Utah Utes. Utah is going to be without quarterback Bryson Barnes. They're going to be without Jocelyn, Jocelyn Malaska, one of their starting cornerbacks. And Travis Broughton, another one of their starting quarterbacks. Cornerbacks. They're also going to be missing two linebackers, a cornerback, and a safety. Utah has a lot of opt-outs. Um, they finished eight and four on my picks. I have Utah, but I'm actually going to switch live to Northwestern because of all the opt-outs. So give me the wildcats to win. Wow. Uh, Travis, it's already been brought and is not even bringing it to the game apparently. Um, and Boom. I'm with you. I, I... <laughs> thanks. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Um, <laughs> I will say, Jocelyn, I have never heard that name uh, used for a male. So that's very interesting. I think it's a bold choice, and I love it. But he's not going to play either. I'm going with Northwestern, and um, really it's because I'm afraid that if I don't, they're going to haze me in some way, and it'll be really uh, embarrassing. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Utah. To win here in the uh, 
What bowl is this? The uh, Sean Ross Sap Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Uh, yeah, give me right. the Utes. Right. Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. San Jose State seven and five. Coastal Carolina seven and five. Coastal Carolina for the second year in a row will be without Grayson McCall as he enters the transfer portal again. That's right. Um, <laughs> starting quarterback. It's like, guys, I'm leaving. This time I mean it. <laughs> this time I'm leaving, I yeah. swear. <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm out of here. I swear to God. By the way, apparently a lot of UCF fans are thinking that he might be headed down to Orlando. Oh, really? He's a good quarterback. He is a good quarterback. I'll give him that. Um, Jared Brown, one of their best wide receivers, is also not playing. And their starting running back, C.J. Beasley, not playing. All entering the portal. San Jose State. Doesn't really have anybody that's not playing, so I'm picking the Spartans of San Jose State. Yeah, actually, I, I also picked the San Jose State Spartans, and it was uh, for me. I enjoyed making that pick because I think San Jose might have been the first team I watched play college football this year. Um, early in the season, I think I watched like their first game. They were debuting a new, a brand new stadium and trying to rejuvenate that program. So, yeah, glad to see them w- that they went seven and five and. Um, I hope that they finish it off with a big bowl win in Hawaii. What I mean, what a consolation prize. A trip to Hawaii? That's not too bad. No kidding. Somebody didn't watch the Notre Dame Navy game in Ireland. I did You're absolutely correct. <laughs> did they uh did they drink uh, Ireland dry again? Or or or, or did they uh, have enough beer this time? <laughs> they had enough beer this time. Okay, good, good. I'm glad they uh, learned their lesson. Um, uh, I really wanted to pick Coastal Carolina here because it's fun to say the Chanticleers, but I'm going with San Jose State. You pronounce Chanticleers the same way you pronounce charcuterie. Correctly. That's funny. funny. Can you pronounce charcuterie for me, please? Charcuterie? Oh, he did it this time. That's right. Yeah, that's And also San Jose State is uh, one five in a row, so there's that as well. I needed that. Okay. Get Quick Lane Bowl. Quick Lane Bowl. We were talking about a five and seven team. This is our five and seven team. I thought the prerequisite of getting into a bowl game was you have to finish six and six. That's what the rule is better. It was, yeah, at one point. So how is Minnesota at five and seven in this bowl game? That's uh interesting. They're going up against Bowling Green, who did finish seven and five. Made, they were supposed to be there. Um also interesting is that Minnesota's favored in this game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I am picking Bowling Green. <laughs> yeah, I I'm did picking too. Bowling Green. <laughs> I did too. I, I figured a team with a winning record who deserves to be in a bowl game should probably maybe uh, win that bowl game. I was checking to see if this was a bowl game in Minnesota. Like they just decided we're going to throw our own bowl game, but no, it's in Michigan. So, yeah, uh, we're going to go three for three for common sense picking the team that has more wins over the team that has a losing record. And yeah, it kind of blows my mind. This line opened at five and a half for Minnesota. It's since moved to three and a half, but Minnesota as of this recording is still favored. Mm. Do not understand that at all. And this is a Minnesota team that has lost four of the last five, as opposed to a Bowling Green team, that has won four of the last five. Now, and, granted, maybe the uh, competition isn't yeah. necessarily the same, but I mean, damn, y'all. Damn. And Minnesota has two quarterbacks and three running backs in the transport portal. Yep. Who's going to run the offense? That's a good question. You know, the I saw tight there's, like end. <laughs> there's like 133 teams or something like that in Division One, 
um, college football, and there's like 106 quarterbacks in the transfer portal. And Maybe that, PJ Fleck will run the will run the offense. That's <laughs> he's going to row that boat, baby. Row it, row it. That man <laughs> turned one good season at Western Michigan into a career of good coaching jobs. Hey, good Wild. on you, man. I respect the hustle. <laughs> Wild. Um, the Serve Pro First Responders Bowl. Uh, that's Rice, who finished six and six. Rice Owls. We got Rice in a bowl game. Rice Bowl. Mm. And Texas State Bobcats. Rice in a bowl game means that I have to go with the Rice Bowl. Give me the Rice Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't fault your logic there, but I did not go the same way. I, I went with Texas State because, for me, this feels like a high school state championship. The bowl game's in Texas. Um, and I think so Texas State is going to bring it home. Go Bobcats. Uh, give me Rice. I don't <laughs> know why. Just, just Yeah, Jay's right. This feels like a Texas high school championship match uh clear eyes full heart can't lose did you want double rice in bowl? forever oh my god yes i would i would pay for for double rice in, uh, in my bowl <laughs> right me too. double rice no veggies please texas that's the way forever. landon does it yeah texas forever seven texas, texas forever. forever that's right all right the guaranteed god, rate bowl good. so good so good the UNLV Rebels, who finished nine and four, against the Kansas Jayhawks, who finished eight and four. But I'm picking Kansas. I like Kansas in this game. One less win than UNLV, but I think Kansas is better. Yeah, I mean Kansas has had played a more difficult schedule, I would imagine, and and they've been ranked for a lot of the year. I, I went with Kansas as well. Yeah, once again, sweep it. Kansas is a good football team. They've played some good football teams, and they've beaten some good football teams. Not to take away from UNLV, I just think the uh, Jayhawks are going to be the better team when they square off on the uh, day after Christmas in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. (laughs) Guarantee that rate, baby. The (laughs) Military Bowl, presented by GoBowling.com. These will feature the, the Tulane Green Wave. Against the Virginia Tech Hokies. Now, I do want to say that Tulane has a wide receiver that's not playing in this game by the name of Fat Watts. Amazing. Wait, now, what? I don't yeah. know how good he is, but his name is Fat Watts. He He's might not, not be playing. good, but he but he is an all-pro on the all-names team. That is incredible. That's almost as good as the Yankees prospect that was traded to the Red Sox for Alex Verdugo. His name was... Ready for this? Dick fits. <laughs> well, if the dick fits. Um, I mean, right? I feel like Fat Watts is a name we would have heard on Key and Peel when they did their. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 The East West All Stars. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, and then uh, there was the, uh, there was the, uh, the uh, basketball player. I sent the uh, profile picture of uh, to y'all a couple weeks ago. It was a million of bugs. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, first name million, last name of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, that's that's going to be an episode that we do throughout in the off season of college football of all name team. We yes. Should. Oh, I'm here for it. Yeah. But I, oh yeah. I'm what are we doing? Tulane. We need to pick this I'm thing, right? Tulane. Sorry. I have yeah. Tulane. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also picked Tulane, and if you remember, early on in the college football season, I was um, I was hitting the campaign trail for the quarterback of Tulane, Pratt. Um, Michael he Platt. ended up getting. Chris Pratt. Up, 
He ended up getting hurt, but he came back and had a pretty good year. And Tulane went eleven and two. I, I think they're they're a good football team. So uh, give me Tulane. Uh, once again, sweep it. We're I'm we're gonna go three for three here. I'm taking uh, Tulane, which is inexplicably an eight point underdog against a six and six Virginia Tech team. I I I, I, I get it. Virginia Tech is kind of a prestige team in college football, but I mean. They haven't been up in a, in a while, guys. I mean, like, like I'm 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 not saying this is a this is a mortgage lock of the week or anything, but I mean, like, Tulane plus eight doesn't seem like a bad bet. That's right. Yeah, I like I, I like Tulane. Not my mortgage lock of the week, but I do like Tulane. The Duke's Mayo Bowl, where oh. the winner gets a mayo bath. I love mayo. I love it. This is going to be North Carolina against West Virginia. The opt-outs here are a little bit bigger. George Petaway is a starting running back at North Carolina. He's not playing. Major Bird, one of the <laughs> cornerbacks at North Carolina. He's hey, not playing. I got two major birds for you right here. Two, two major oh. birds. And uh, what's his name? Drake May. That's right. He's not playing. Oh, I've heard of him. Drake May. Yeah, Drake Mayo not playing in the Mayo Bowl. So for that, I'm going with West Virginia to take me home, country road. Oh, make it stop. Um, okay, my lawyers are telling me we definitely don't have the rights for that, so you have to stop. <laughs> and also, it looks like West Virginia, as of now, has no opt-outs. I, I think that they're coming in a little more fired up to this game. It's practically a home game for North Carolina. The Duke Mayo Bowl, I think, is in Charlotte, is it not? Um, so that's it just is. right down the road. But, yeah, West Virginia is going to come down that country road, and I think they're going to bring an old-fashioned country butt whooping to the Tar Heels. Uh, once again, we're sweeping it. I'm taking uh, the Mountaineers of West Virginia. And, uh, Kevin talked about all the opt-outs, uh, namely Drake May uh, leaving North Carolina to head to the NFL. Uh, this even with May under center, this has kind of felt like a lifeless Tar Heel team uh, going two of three over their last five. We're on the flip side. Uh, West Virginia has won four of their last five. Um, I think West Virginia is going to want this game more, where North Carolina is kind of checked out. Because if you remember, there were some people thinking North Carolina could compete for the ACC. So I think there's some people that do consider maybe this season kind of a letdown for uh, Mac Brown and the Tar Heels. Oh, for certain. I would say so. Uh, yeah, Speaking of letdowns, let's talk about USC. The direct TV holiday bowl, baby, where we have some more opt outs. We've got Louisville is the 15th ranked team in the nation. So we got our first ranked team playing Hooray. against USC. Uh, who who also is extremely disappointing. Um, USC, they're not playing with Caleb Williams, of course. They're, they're starting quarterback. He's, he's going to the NFL. Um, Relique Brown is their starting wide receiver. He's also not playing. And then for Louisville, uh, Marquise Groves Killebrew is their starting cornerback. He's not playing. He's going to the transfer portal. All that being said, no Caleb Williams. No win for USC. Give me Louisville. I mean, USC has been so 
disappointing this year, even when Caleb Williams was under center. So, I mean, Louisville looked terrible against Florida State. They couldn't beat the third-string quarterback. Um, but I think they bounce back and get a big win in the Holiday Bowl. And 11 wins, 11-3. and three, That'll be a good year for the Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, everything that Jay said. I mean, even when uh, Caleb Williams was out there, this was a team that underachieved to the nth degree in USC, uh, where on the flip side, Louisville kind of came from nowhere. And Louisville's a damn good football team, despite not winning the AF, uh, the ACC Give me, give me the Cardinals, and uh, and uh, Jeff Brom's the shit, as a wise man once said. Jeff Brom's the shit, as a wise man <laughs> once said. Keep that wise man away from all Notre Dame games going forward. Um, <laughs> the, the Tax Act Texas Bowl is our next one. Okay, I'm, got, I'm for sure that is not a real thing. Tax Act. It Tax Act. Tax That's act. the sound that the aliens and Mars attacks make. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we have Oklahoma State, the 20th ranked team in the nation, the Oklahoma State Cowboys, going up against the Texas A&M Aggies. For Oklahoma State, their entire offense was Ollie Gordon this year. And guess who's not playing in the bowl game? Ollie Gordon, because he's going to the transfer portal. That being said, for that reason, and because Mike Elko is going to be on the sideline for Texas A&M, give me the Aggies. Oh, I didn't realize he was going to be there for the game. I'm Wait. just taking a guess that he'll be there. He probably won't. I'm just throwing a, <laughs> throwing a shot in the dark. Um, Oklahoma State, yeah. I mean, I hear you. I hear you about the offense. They, but they've had a good year, I'm, and uh, they did beat Oklahoma. Um, I, I'm going Oklahoma State in this one. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys. Give me OK State here. Um, in addition to them having a good season, uh. A&M has had so much upheaval and turnover and just controversy, quite frankly, surrounding its program. I think a lot of these players are ready to just get this season behind them and get on to the next one. So I think for that reason, a lot of this team is going to be just ready to be done with the uh, Tax Axe Texas Bowl. Tax Axe. Tax Axe. Tax Axe. All right. We move on to the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Now, I don't know if this is sponsored by Wasabi the restaurant or Wasabi the food. <laughs> just just, um, just the idea of Wasabi. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. A little green thing next to your Asian food. Yeah, um, you know, the mint sauce. The next time you go out for, uh, for, for Asian food, just eat the entire thing. It's mint sauce. It's fine. I, I, one of my friends got me saying it was guacamole. Uh, <laughs> not guacamole. Um, that's, that's another bowl. Uh, that's the Boston College Eagles going six and six against the SMU Mustangs, who finished eleven and two, the twenty fourth ranked SMU Mustangs. Um, with that being said, Boston College is going to be without Emmett Moorhead, who was their quarterback for a good portion of the season. They're going to be without Jaden Williams, who was one of their best wide receivers. They're going to be without, it looks like, every single running back on their roster almost. There's <laughs> one, two, three, four, four running backs that are opting out of this game for Boston College. So I'm going with SMU. I mean, yeah. I, it, it, they didn't need to have all those opt-outs for me to pick SMU um, in this game, but now this is going to be a runaway, and I think SMU is going to be saying, Wasabi to the win column. 
That was good. That was a good one. Come on, you don't Kevin, don't encourage him. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going with SMU. That was my pick before I realized that uh, the entire backfield uh, had opted out for Boston College. But I mean, this is a six and six football team going up against an eleven and two football team. Yes, I understand. Maybe the uh, quality of opponents might differ slightly, but still, I like like eleven and two versus six and six. And this is an SMU team that has won five straight coming into postseason play. So give me the uh, Mustangs to take care of business. In Fenway, go Sox. In Fenway, screw the Sox. <laughs> Let's talk about a better bowl game, the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl, Did live they- from Yankee Stadium. ESPN didn't really stack the two bowl games that are taking place in Fenway and Yankee Stadium back-to-back. Yeah. yeah, they did, and they that's said the hilarious. That's hilarious. That's going to be the Miami Hurricanes against the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Uh, Miami finished seven and five. Rutgers finished six and six. Home gamer for Rutgers as their front. They're a New Jersey school. Um, Miami is going to be without Corey Flagg Jr., one of their best linebackers. Going to be without starting quarterback Tyler Van Dyke. Going to be without starting running back Don Chaney Jr. Their kickers transferring. They don't have a kicker. I'm going with Bo- I'm going with Rutgers. Sorry, I'm going with Rutgers. You're going with Boston College to win. I'm this going one. with Boston College to win the Pinstripe <laughs> Bowl. No, I'm going with Rutgers at six and six to upset Miami because they're used to the cold weather. This game is outside. Miami doesn't like the cold. Give me Boston College. <laughs> okay, sticking with Boston College. Um, I mean, give me Rutgers. <laughs> Sorry, give me Rutgers. <laughs> I, mean, I think I want to change my earlier pick to Boston College. Yeah, so, yeah, cl- yeah. Clearly, you do. Yeah, it's creeping into your psyche for some reason. Um, well, since Boston College isn't participating in this game, I'm not going to pick them. Um, yeah, that's a lot of opt-outs for Miami, and boy, oh boy, did they have some disappointing games this year. I, I think you're right. I mean, Rutgers, it's relatively a, a home game for them. This is a big game. Playing against a traditional big-name school. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Rutgers in this one. Uh, by the way, kind of breaking news while we're recording this, uh, I guess now former Miami quarterback uh, Tyler Van Dyke has uh, committed to Wisconsin out of the transfer portal. So uh, we now know where he is taking his talents to, uh, Madison Wisconsin. Um, uh, even with that being said, give me the Hurricanes to take down the Scarlet Knights because I will never, ever, ever pick a Greg Schiano football team. Hell no, Schiano. Man, I can't believe I did that. Oh, well. Both um, of you did that. Can you believe? <laughs> could you imagine? I, 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 I just, I, NIL money aside, going from South Beach to Madison, Wisconsin. No, no thanks. It would, it would, it would have to take all the money. Yeah, no thanks. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, TVD didn't seem like a very Miami kind of guy though. So, but apparently, if, if you if you believe reports, he was getting a lot of that nil down in South Beach. Oh yeah, they loved him until he sucked. Maybe he's a big um, cheese curds. I don't know. <laughs> oh, cheese curds are dope. That is true. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. They are Culver's <laughs> cheese curds. Right here first. <laughs> the uh, the the Pop Tarts Bowl. Pop Tarts Bowl. One of, one of my favorite things about this bowl. 
You're right. They're toasted in yeah. the famous toastery bowl. Toastery. In the um, toastery bowl. <laughs> this is this bowl oh. features an edible mascot. So I'm I'm very pumped to see the mascot get eaten. Um, according Wait, to, to what? Do we have to yeah. figure out wh- like like the wolf or the wildcat is is <laughs> edible? No, no. The mascot is a pop tart. And you eat the pop tart. Oh, okay. That yeah. that makes way more sense and makes me feel a lot better. I was about to say, oh my god, this no, is the Lord of the Flies them. bowl. This eat, this eat, got eat, dark. Keep in mind, this yeah. bowl is in Orlando. I'm not going to be getting anywhere near a walking uh, anthropomorphic pop tart that's got a sweaty teenager <laughs> inside. No thanks. Oh, don't I worry. It, it, it'll be it, it'll be coming to a Disney park within like 18 months. I guarantee it. Maybe they'll eat the teenager too. Um, I mean, it is Florida. People people get high on bats off down there. Yep. Uh, so this is going to be Kansas State against NC State, number 25 against number 18. On ESPN, this is 50-50 down the middle. That's pretty cool. Um, NC State has a whole list of people that are not playing in this game. Um, some cornerbacks, some wide receivers, a quarterback, a, a lot of guys. The big name that's not playing in this game is Will Howard and Trayshawn Ward. Two big name players. Will Howard's a starting quarterback at Kansas State. Trayshawn Ward is their starting running back. Neither one's playing. So I'm picking the Wolfpack of North Carolina State to win. Dang. You know what? I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Kevin. Bowl games don't mean anything to anybody anymore. I'm tired of these people sitting out and transferring. I'm ugh. why even Seriously though, like, why even watch this game? Let's let don't watch for the, it for the mascot. Don't watch it. I'm just telling you now. Don't watch it. It'll be ugly. NC State. Give me NC State. Yeah, Jay, settle down. They're 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 gonna eat a wolf for a wildcat. It's it's gonna be neat. I, that's the only reason I'm watching the game is to see them eat the pop tart. Well, uh, before Kevin went through uh, half of the roster that was opting out, I was actually kind of. Looking forward to this matchup, but after hearing everybody that opted out, I'm going to do my first in real time change. Uh, you don't turn your back on the Wolfpack because uh, you might wind up in a body bag. Uh, give me the NC State Wolfpack. See, now we're getting a little bit better matchups too. Yeah. Um, like the next one, we have the Valero Alamo Bowl, which is going to be Oklahoma number twelve, the Oklahoma ranked Sooners against the number fourteen Arizona Wildcats pretty good game right you would think that until you look and see that oklahoma's quarterback is not playing because he hit the transfer portal bye-bye dylan gabriel yes dylan gabriel not playing so i'm going with arizona because once again a good bowl game gets put to bed because the transfer portal yeah and if you were paying attention arizona was tough this year too i mean they lost three games they took down some teams and they played tough in the games that they lost I'm, i'm taking arizona as well Say it with me, Arizona. I think. Landon See, I was thinking even started. without Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma could take care of business. But Jay is right; Arizona was tough this year, and they did play in what turned out to be the best conference in America this year. You know, what, screw it. I'm going back to back in real time changes. Uh, let's go Wildcat. Wait, no, never mind. I did pick the Wildcats. Hey, Sh- shut up, Landon. <laughs> there we go yay the tax slayer gator bowl where we thought i thought 
Tennessee was going to be going. Instead of Tennessee, it's actually Kentucky, our neighbors, the Kentucky Wildcats against the number 22 Clemson Tigers. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to look and see at who is Dabo. not playing in this game. Dabo is going to be there, unfortunately. Uh, Bo Collins is one of Clemson's better wide receivers. He is not playing. He entered the transfer portal. Um, unfortunately for Clemson, Cade Klubnik is playing. Uh, so I'm going for that reason. I'm going with Kentucky. <laughs> oh, well, well, I, it may interest you to know that for Kentucky, Martez thrower has hit the t- transfer port. Oh, he's not a quarterback. Never mind. How can you be thrower <laughs> and not be a quarterback? It's right there um, in the name. Yeah. It's in the name. Yeah. Uh, well, but Kentucky has a lot of transfers, um, on they the do. list as well. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm I picked Clemson. I'm going to stick with Clemson. I don't love that pick, but I'm going to stick with Clemson. Yeah, I'm not in love with it either, but I'm going with uh, the Clemson Dabos mainly because uh, I ain't going to pick Kentucky. So yeah, SEC, SEC. <laughs> I, I hate being that person. <laughs> nah. Um. <laughs> next up, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. It's oh my god! <laughs> what? The, yeah, dude, Frosted Flakes, buddy. I mean, I get it. They're great, but but can we at least try with, with the name of the of the bowl? Only Call them the, the Frosted Tiger. Flakes Sun Bowl. Come on. Yeah. This is going to be a fun matchup, though. The number 16-ranked Notre Dame Fighting Irish against the number 19-ranked Oregon State Beavers. And I say it's going to be a fun matchup until I look at the transfer people. DJ Ungalai is not playing mm-hmm. for Oregon State. Um, Notre Dame got killed by the portal. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you guys probably didn't watch a whole lot of Notre Dame, but I did. Uh, Tobias Merriweather, one of their best wide receivers, he hit the portal. Rico Flores Jr., their best wide receiver, hit the portal. Uh, Chris Tyree, their best punt returner and wide receiver, one of their best wide receivers, hit the portal. Mm. Um, Holden Stas, Stace, hit the portal, backup tight end, hopefully coming to Tennessee. Go and Vols. Go Vols. Nana Asafo Mensa, one of their best defensive players, hit the portal. And Sam Hartman's not playing for the draft. Yeah. This, this looked like it was going to be a great quarterback matchup, but not so fast, my friend. Not so fast, my friends. But give me Notre Dame nonetheless. Steve Angeli is playing. Uh, The Irish fans call him peanut butter and jelly time. Okay, that's pretty awesome. And I believe Audric Estime is playing. The big dog's playing. So so Audric Estime and Notre Dame. (laughs) Roman Reigns, yeah. (laughs) Isn't it it a bit ironic that a guy named Holden stays is leaving. Is leaving. Yeah. Yeah. His everything about his name sounds like he would be staying right there and holding strong. You know, real on a real note, when I saw Nico's name, Imaya Leva, I was nope, like, mm, that's, you that's know what? Not it. I, I was like, I don't like that. I'm leaving. <laughs> I, I I am leaving. I am a Leva. Like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be a Leva. Be a Iamaliava. I like it better like that. Yeah, because that's how um, it's pronounced. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I've, ha- I've Sorry, had a good Nico. time. I've had a good time uh, giving uh, you a hard time, Kevin, about Notre Dame this year. But I-, I picked Notre Dame in this one. I want them to to finish out with a big win in the in the Tony the Tiger 
count Chocula Sun Bowl. <laughs> ten and three. Ten and three is a good season. Ten and three is a good season. Yeah, even though I have no idea who is going to be playing for Notre Dame, uh, um, yeah, give me Notre Dame to win the Cereal Bowl. Irish, mm. the AutoZone Liberty Bowl, Iowa State Cyclones, Memphis Tigers. Memphis went nine and three this year. Yeah, how they did that happen? I did not know that. Yeah, that's wild. Um, I'm going with Memphis because yeah, they went I- nine and three. I and I'm going with Memphis because they're playing a home game, and I feel like that's not fair in a bowl game. But oh well, that's what's happening. You are correct. Uh, and uh, I will never pick uh, Memphis State University, so give me Iowa State. Iowa. All right, we move on to our first real good matchup: the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic, New Year Six. The seventh-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes against the ninth-ranked Missouri Tigers. Uh, Missouri doesn't really have a whole lot of big-name people not playing in this game. Ohio State doesn't have their starting quarterback playing because they told him to get lost. Yeah. Um, gave him the brute, the boot. Uh, he, he's not going to be there. Kyle McCord's out. Um, the running back trip, trip train him. He also entered the transfer portal. Me and Lenny were talking earlier. We, Between the two of us, we don't think that Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to play in this game either. Um, but Their you know what? His name is Parker Lewis. That's a pretty cool name for a kicker. Parker Lewis can't lose. Yeah, that's right. Especially if you don't um, play. Especially if you don't play, <laughs> which he's not playing. I, I love um, Jay breaking down the names. <laughs> this is great. It's the best. It's the best. Um, Eliah Drinkwitz, Eli Drinkwitz, Coach Drink, whatever you want to call him, he he was already talking his trash about uh, Connor Stallions. So for that reason, I am picking Ohio State, and because I hate that nerd, mm. I I also hate Eli Drinkwitz. I think he is a big nerd. He's obnoxious. I it kills me to do this, but I'm picking Missouri against all of my better judgment, and I really hate it because I feel like we're gonna have to listen to. A lot more one-liners from that big moron after they somehow beat the Buckeye. But I just think, I think that the, I think Ohio State's going into this a little deflated and without, you know, part of their, their, their team (laughs) as well as with a lot of these teams. (laughs) Uh, But, but I think Missouri's going in with a lot more to prove. So that's why I'm taking the Tigers. (sighs) Um, uh, Much like Jay, this pains me to say because, I too think Eli Drinkowitz is a big gigantic dork that I want to give a wedgie, take his lunch money, slap a pile of books out of his hands. Um, there's a locker, maybe put him in that. Um, I think Missouri wins this game um, because I do think this is a team that has played really, really damn good this year. And they're going up against a team in Ohio State that yeah they told their quarterback to go away I think the quarterback play is going to be fine because they feel confident in telling the quarterback play to go uh play somewhere else but he's losing a lot of other pieces to play with and that is going to be a hell of a big stage to throw somebody out there for his real first test and I mean like you know Missouri ain't Alabama or anything like that but I mean like Brady Cook and the Mizzou Tigers have had a hell of a good season, and I think it's going to be a really, really long offseason because I think uh, 
Coach Drink, as he likes to uh, be referred to, and uh, the, the Missouri Tigers are going to be crowing all offseason for going 11-2, and two, winning the Cotton Bowl, and knocking off the Ohio State University. Yeah, that's going to yeah, suck. Um, but it's the fine. They're going to come back to earth next year, and Nico and Hype are going to drop 80 on them by halftime. 80, 80 on your bitch ass. Yeah, uh, they're going to stand on business. Yeah, we stand on business on this point, Coach Drink. A wits. All right. Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Penn State, number 10th ranked Penn State Nittany Lions against number 11 ranked Ole Miss Rebels. Uh, the lane train against James Franklin. Uh, a lot of people say that these two coaches are very similar and that they can't get the big win. Um, I'm going with the lane train and the SEC bias again. Yeah, to me, this is the all-coach bowl. Uh, James Franklin and Lane Kiffin, the kind of coaches that you love them if they're your coach, but you hate them otherwise. Um, I couldn't stand Franklin when he was at Vanderbilt. I'm glad he's gone, but I can't deny that he's a good coach. Uh, Penn State's played well this year, and I I, I think, you know, I'm looking at the, the opt-outs here. I don't think either one are hit too hard. Either team is hit too hard, although Penn no, State chopped Robinson. Uh, he's going to opt out. Strong name. And Ole Miss's kicker's last name is Costa. Now, if that's not an Ole Miss kicker last name, I don't know what is. But How'd yeah, you I'm... lose? Well, it Costa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Nittany Lions in this one to win the Peach Bowl. Uh, I am going to go with the Rebels to pick up the victory here. I think this is interesting because uh, right around the time that... Uh, Kiffin became a head coach. Uh, James Franklin had, well, no, I I don't think their timeline had ever uh, synced up when Franklin was at Vandy, when Kiffin went to Ole Miss. So I'm pretty sure this is the first time they're going to go head to head. So I'm excited to see them square off. Um, uh, I am excited. Like this is one of the games that I'm looking forward to the most in the bowl season. Uh, I think uh, the running back for Ole Miss, uh, Quinshawn Judkins is going to end up being the difference because that guy is a freaking beast and is going to be able to go through that the Nidley Jesus Christ, I'm, I'm Barack Obama. Uh, the Penn State defense, how about that? So give me the Rebs. Be getting political up in here. All right. I'm not being political. <laughs> just Obama <laughs> called them the Nidalee Lions. And I just called them the Nidalee Lions. The Transperfect Music City Bowl. The Maryland whoa, 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 Terrapin. whoa. Transperfect? Now who's going political, Kevin? <laughs> That's a brand. Um... <laughs> The Maryland Terrapins against the Auburn Tigers. Uh, Halia Tungavailua. I'm doing my best Auburn accent. I don't know if it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what is going on? <laughs> um, Talia Tungavailua is leading the Maryland Terps against Auburn over in, no- in Nashville. Uh, both teams have a good amount of opt-outs. Not, not any crazy. Like I don't see anybody that jumps off the page to me as far as names that I've heard this year. Uh, but I, I will be going with Maryland uh, over Auburn. SEC bias out the window. Well, and for that reason, I 
am going to support the SEC team in this matchup, and I am picking the Auburn Tigers just to be contrarian and be an SEC supporter. How dare you turn your back on the SEC, Kevin? SEC, SEC. Jay, why do you love Hugh Freeze? <laughs> no, uh, I'm going to take Maryland as well. Um, uh, Auburn, I mean, I, I think Hugh Freeze did better than I was expecting in his first year at Auburn. I think Hugh Freeze is going to succeed at Auburn, but I don't see him picking up his first bowl victory at Auburn in year one. So give me the Terrapins to win terps, in terps, terps, terps. Uh, the 615. 615 Nash Vegas. All right. Capital One Orange Bowl. This is a game that I'm excited for. Oh, this is boy. Justin is excited for. This is a game that America is excited for. We have Landon's going to take a pull five. of uh, bourbon here before we get to this one. <laughs> we have the number five ranked Florida State Seminoles. 13 and 0. First team left out of the playoff. Screwed by the committee against the number six. <laughs> Georgia Bulldogs, 29-game winning streak, snapped by the Alabama Crimson Tide. Also thought they should be making the playoff. Uh, Florida State is plus 500 on the money line. No respect to the cinnamon rolls at all. Um, No big opt-outs. I do think that Brock Bowers is not going to end up playing in this game. Um, I think he's going to end up opting out. Uh, Mm -hmm. I... Here's the thing, man. I can see this game going one of two ways. Way one is the way that I don't see it going. Is Florida State comes out flat. Florida State comes out, you know, we don't even want to be here. We should have been in the playoffs, yada, yada, yada. Georgia comes out and just is has more talent and just beats their brains in. And it's an ugly game. Or I can see Florida State coming out and saying, you know what? They wronged us. Let's show them that we belong anyway. Let's show them that we deserve to be there, and let's go beat the team that they thought was the best team in the nation until they lost. I think Florida State's going to win the game outright. Hmm. Florida State wins. Wow. That's for you, Justin. Well, please don't tell my girlfriend this, but I don't think think that there's any way that Florida State... Fake fan. I never (laughs) said I was a fan. I always said I was fan adjacent for the Seminoles. I, I was just, gonna say, Jay, do you want to take a pull of bourbon before this pick? <laughs> um, I would like to call this one the disappointment bowl for both teams, and uh, but I do for think that bowl. Georgia just overall um, is going to outman Florida State in this one. I think this is going to be a tighter game than some people think, at least at first. But I think eventually Georgia is just going to out talent. Florida State, and then they're just going to grind them down, particularly that Georgia defense against that Florida State offense. And eventually they're going to just widen the gap to the point where, I mean, maybe maybe Florida State does just lay down. Give me, give me the Bulldogs. All right. The Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Wait, Barstool has a bowl game now? Good Lord. Guys, we yeah. need to get a bowl game for next year. Anybody can get one. We need a bowl game. We need a bowl game. I will say the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl was pretty thrilling last year. It was a walk-off touchdown in overtime. Wyoming was there. Um, lost to Miami of Ohio. Uh, this this year, Wyoming's back against Toledo. Toledo went 11-2. and However, Wyoming, Wyoming's head coach said that this was going to be his last game ever. 
And so whenever you get that going for you, you know the juju comes to fix. Uh, Wyoming went 8-4. and four. I'm going with Wyoming to win the game. Well, we've talked about grudges as we've been doing our, our picks throughout the night tonight, and I have one against Wyoming because I blame them for the ultimate demise of Phil Fulmer in his last season as head coach of Tennessee. And so for that reason, I'm picking the Toledo Rockets to win the bowl game. Now, Jay, not so fast. Kevin mentions that I, I didn't realize this, that Wyoming saying the coach that this is it for him. This is going to be his last game. He's going to walk off into the sunset, into retirement. And he's going to do it with an L because the Toledo Rockets are going to beat Damn. him. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, that was brutal. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Lee. You got it. Good job, buddy. Um, <laughs> the Relia Quest Bowl will feature the 13th ranked LSU Tigers against the unranked Wisconsin Badgers. Um, I don't know. Jaden Daniels has not said that he's not playing in this game. I would I be stunned if he did. I would be very surprised if he did as well. Nonetheless, I am picking LSU to play, even though they're going to be without running back Armani Goodwin. Just like that name, Armani. Yeah. Yeah, I also picked LSU in this game. Uh, if Jaden Daniels plays, then that's the ball game. If he doesn't, it might be a little closer, but I still think LSU wins. Uh, in the immortal words of former LSU coach and national winning coach Ed Ogeron, yo, 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 go Tigers. Football. Football. <laughs> um, the Verbo Fiesta Bowl will be the number eighth ranked Oregon Ducks and the number 23 ranked. Is, is it really Verbo? I thought it was for the longest time, and I'm being serious, VRBO. No, it's Verbo. It's really? It is. I think it is an acronym, but people say Verbo. Oh, okay. All right. So we're both right. So yeah. says Verbo. Okay, please continue. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt you. It's the, it's the number eight Oregon Ducks against the number 23, also undefeated. Nobody's saying that they got screwed. Liberty Flames, 13-0. But there's no big huckup about them being undefeated. Nobody wants to say anything about that. Anyway, I believe Bo Nix is playing this game. I'm pretty sure that he has said that he's playing this game. Um, and for that reason, I think Oregon wins pretty handily. Yeah, I mean, great. Congratulations, Liberty, for going thirteen and zero. But you're you're heading a, heading into a game against one of the best teams in the country that just unfortunately lost twice to another one of the best teams in the country. So I'm picking the Ducks as well. And by the way, Landon Verbo stands for Vacation Rental by Owner. Oh, that makes yeah. sense. I guess yeah. Mm -hmm. VRBO or Verbo. Verbo. Wow. Anyway, uh, my pick for this game, uh, even if uh, I, you know what, I'm going to say Bo Nix does play because this game is on January 1st of next year. So he wants to be the first player to say that he played collegiate football in 17 consecutive years. So <laughs> I think the Oregon Ducks beat the Liberty Biberty Flames. I'd love to see Liberty have a good showing. I just don't think, yeah. yeah. Oh, 1,000%. So that, I mean, yeah, what's his name? Caden Salters is out there at Liberty uh, doing his thing. Yeah. Jamie Chadwell, pride of the fall at Tennessee. Um, well, yeah, there's there's a there's there's a heck of a, a Tennessee representation at a Liberty Biberty. 
I know where his house is at. His parents' house is. Once again. You keep saying uh, that, and it's kind of starting to sound like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> I know where his house is. Creepy. All right. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. This is the bowl game that everybody wants to talk about. Yeah. Not really. It's a thrilling matchup between the number 21-ranked Tennessee Volunteers and the number 17-ranked vaulted offense of the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, we've got a couple of guys sitting out. You know, Brandon <laughs> Turnage isn't playing. Yeah. Our whole secondary. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually playing in the secondary, guys. So, so breaking news. Yeah, they're, they're calling some of us to get out there and, and uh-huh. play some cornerback and safety as, uh, as, every, as our entire defense has hit the portal, it appears. Yeah, I'm doing wind sprints to get the uh, uh, to, uh, to get the cardio up. Tyler Barron's not playing, also. Um, yeah, but he might come back. I mean, Barron's done this a couple times, right? Uh, I'll leave this time. I swear, um, uh-huh. mom <laughs> and dad. I swear to God, I'm leaving this time. <laughs> uh, however, Joe Milton will be playing, um, and so he'll be behind and his uh, behind under center in his last game as a Tennessee volunteer. Um, Truly, in order for Tennessee to win, they've just got to score three points, and I think that they can do that because I don't know that Iowa can score, even against a school of blind people. Yeah, I I don't know that Iowa can score. Yeah, Um, we're very lucky that we're playing against literally the worst offense in the country in this game, considering half of our defense has decided to take their ball and go home. Um, I have a question, This and maybe I'm just... It could, this could be a very simple answer, and I'm just, I just don't know. But if Joe Milton wins this bowl game against Iowa, will he, when's the last time Tennessee has had a quarterback win two consecutive bowl games? I would love to. Did Did he? Yeah, was it Dobbs? Pretty sure Dobbs did it. I don't know. Actually, I know that Dobbs did it. Okay. They, they beat Iowa and then they beat, uh, was it Purdue? Maybe it was per. Uh, you know what? Keep fill some time. Fill some time. Fill some time. Okay. Well, while you look into that, because I I thought we didn't win back to. I, I don't think we've won back to back bowl games in a long time. But maybe I'm just my memory's short, and also I'm a battered ball fan, and that's how we think <laughs> about your BVS is showing. Yeah. Yep. So, but I I do think that I'm going to be in attendance, and so that is going to bring some luck to the Vols because uh, last year I got to attend the Tennessee-Kentucky game in the dark mode unis with the creepy Rocky Top playing, and we dominated Will Levis and the Wildcats under the lights of Neyland, so I'm hoping to see. We won three straight. Did we? we? uh, Three straight bowl games under Lyle Jones. And actually, we won four straight bowl games. Uh, no, we didn't. Sorry, there was a four-year gap there. Uh, we we won the Tax Slayer Bowl against Iowa. We won the Outback Bowl against Northwestern, and we won the Music City Bowl against Nebraska. In three consecutive years. Yep. Fifteen, wow. sixteen, fourteen. It was fourteen season, fifteen season, sixteen season. Well, those were the days, guys. I like- <laughs> and none of those games were close either. Forty-five, twenty-eight, forty-five, six, and thirty-eight, twenty-four. Well, good for us. Well, anyway, we're going to win back to back this year. We're going to beat Iowa, and and, and 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 more accurately, we won those under Josh Dobbs. Lyle Jones was just hanging on, right? Yeah. He was just there. Yeah. Um. Uh. I am also going to take the Vols. Uh. It. It really. I think 
Tennessee just has to get to 17. And I think we're going to see Nico Iamaliava get some significant playing time in this game. Uh, and I am, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, not only because I think this is going to be a good send off for this Tennessee football team, taking care of business against a very, very good Iowa defense, but I think it's also going to be a very good test for a Redshirt freshman Nico Iamaliava going into his next season where he knows he's the man. And if he can go into the offseason knowing that he was able to stand up against this defense, he might be able to no, okay. I can I can take whatever the the best of the SEC has to throw at me. Nico for Heisman. The train starts in this building. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yep. Uh-huh. So I we Talked a little bit about that game. We are going to recap Tennessee's season as a whole next week or after the bowl game. Sorry, not next week. Um, after the bowl game, we'll give our final report cards on Tennessee season, highs and lows, MVPs, this, that, and the other. Now, the last three games on our on our docket. Can we pick the Washington-Texas game first? Yeah, we'll do that first. That's fine. Okay. The three most important games. Uh, of the bowl season, the college football semifinals. And Landon wants to pick the college football semifinal at the All-State Sugar Bowl. I think that's all it's presented by. Uh, with a matchup between the number three ranked Texas Longhorns, the number two ranked Washington Huskies. I think this is going to be a great game. It's going to be an offensive shootout. A lot of points on the board. I like Texas, man. Texas forever. Hook them. Matthew McConaughey's in attendance. Texas wins. <laughs> all, all right, right all, all right, right, all right. All right. I mean, if Mateo's um, there, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I've been riding with Washington all year. I picked him in the Pac-12 championship game. I did pick Michael Penix to win the Heisman, and and I get Jaden Daniel was, was probably a, the obvious choice, but I think Penix would have been a worthy recipient as yes. well. I'm sticking with the Huskies here. I think they're going to make it to the finals. I would love to see them win the championship in the last year of the Pac-12, just so the Pac-12 can have that and ride off into the sunset. Even though they're squaring off against an undefeated team, for some explicable reason, they are favored. And I think the Longhorns of Texas end the Cinderella run of the Washington Huskies. Texas. I hope y'all are strong again because you keep I do too. the Huskies. I do too. I know. I, I know. I keep doubting the Huskies. I've doubted them all season. But you know what? I picked Texas to beat Alabama. I, I picked Texas at the beginning of the season. And, and I'm rolling with the Longhorns. I'm rolling with Sark and I'm rolling with Quinn Ewers. Texas mm-hmm. and Matthew McConaughey. What is this infatuation with Mateo? Cool guy. He's a great guy. Great professor. (laughs) Um, The college football semifinal, college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl game presented by Prudential. (laughs) Damn. I feel bad for whoever's calling that game. I appreciate your dedication to the gimmick, man. (laughs) I'm, I'm getting it, buddy. Um, that is going to be the number one ranked Michigan Wolver Cheats 
against the number four ranked Alabama Crimson Tide. Justin thinks should have been the number four ranked Florida State Cinnamon Rolls. But Michigan, Alabama, and the Rose Bowl, the top two winningest programs in college football history. Jim Harbaugh is going to be on the sideline. Nick Saban is going to be across the sideline. No opt-outs in this game, boys. Um, I believe that Michigan has played a pretty cupcakey schedule besides Ohio State and Penn State. Alabama has played a great schedule, and I said, I believe I said it last week, should have killed him while you had the chance. You, you let him stay around. You let him live. You gave him another chance to get in. They took that chance, and Alabama don't lose in the playoff. Alabama wins. Yeah, Kevin, I I have to say I think you're right here. And um, I'll just say it. I take a lot of joy in the fact that I believe that Alabama is going to knock off Michigan in this game because um, I don't like Jim Harbaugh. I don't like the Michigan Wolverines. And I think it's real funny that they're going to have to go up against perennial powerhouse Alabama in round one of the playoffs. So, yeah, give me the Crimson Tide. I will never, ever say the words roll and then also follow that with tide. But I do want them to win this game. <sighs> um, I asked you to do the other game first to put this as long or put this off as long as possible. Um, I'll build some, I'll build some air. This is my, uh, this is another one of my at the mortgage games. Well, I'm going to win. I think Alabama's going to, uh, not only win, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna throttle Michigan. I don't think it's gonna be close. Well, I know who I'm. I'm picking. I've known who I'm going to pick. I just don't want to say it. He's picking Alabama. Boston yes. College. Oh, yeah, Boston College. Go, go, Eagles. Um, no, Alabama beats Michigan. Um, and kind of what Kevin says. I don't know if I'm gonna go as far as to say they throttle them. I think Alabama is going to win pretty comfortably and I'm never going to outright enjoy an Alabama victory kind of going with what Jay said, knowing that they're going to beat Jim Harbaugh in Michigan and probably what's going to be Jim Harbaugh's last game at Michigan might make my uh, dead soul smile just a little bit. Yeah. Well, when we saw the video of it was the, you know, it being announced that Michigan got Alabama. Oh my God. Yes. For me, that was all I needed to see. I was yep. like, all right, y'all are done. They want yeah. no part of Alabama. Yeah. You know that Saban showed his team that and was like, huh? Which, by the way, uh, according <laughs> to uh, ESPN bet, uh, you can get Bama at plus 100 right now. So you can get Bama at plus money right now. Paul, make your money, brother. Oh, oh, make it all back. All the losses. We're making them back, brother. Paul. Right. Don't Paul. do it. I haven't college played anybody, football. Paul. <laughs> the college Sorry. football playoff national championship game presented by AT&T. For me, the matchup is Alabama and Texas. For Landon, the matchup is Alabama and Texas. And for Justin, the the matchup is Alabama and Washington. For me... It's a rematch of the game in week two. And I know I just said that Alabama doesn't lose in the playoff. 
But Texas beat him once, and Texas is going to beat him again. Texas forever. Matthew McConaughey, Quinn Ewers, and Sark who win. Texas wins. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's the shit. Wait, no, never mind. That's not a thing. <laughs> um, right, all right. Texas. Well, the good news for me is Texas won't be playing in that game, so I don't have to worry about picking them. I've got Alabama going up against the Washington Huskies, and I think that my good friend, Dr. Jacqueline, would take such great pride in her Washington Huskies taking down the Alabama Crimson Tide to win the national championship this year. So it is sort of like a heart pick at, in this one, but I'm going to take the Washington Huskies to win it all. And this one is for Dr. Jacqueline. Jay, I hope you're right. I hope you're right for Dr. Jacqueline. I do. Can we pick the next game first? He's going with the Crimson Tide, boys. Uh, I don't want to say it. You can't make me. Okay, Just I guess you have to make me. Um, it's hard to beat a team twice in one year. And especially when it's a Nick Saban team. And we've seen how Jalen Milrow has played compared to the beginning of the year to how he's playing now. Everybody who knows anything about college football has said, if you put Jalen Milrow, how he's playing now in that Texas game that they played earlier in the season, Texas doesn't beat them. I think that he gets the opportunity to prove those people right. And God forgive me. I think Alabama gets another national championship. Boo. So we have Ugh. a Washington pick, Ugh. a Alabama pick, and the right pick, a Texas pick. <laughs> no, the right pick would be a Tennessee pick. Unfortunately, that's not on the board. <laughs> that's right. Um, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys doing that. That was a fun episode. I, it was long, but I warned you guys that it was going to be long. Um, so, you know, I warned you. We picked every bowl game. It was a lot. Uh, so thank you once again for listening. Thank you guys for doing it with me. I appreciate it once again. Uh, be sure to join our group. Like I said, on Bowl Mania, you can pick your games and compare with us what we picked. Yeah. Come on. See if you're smarter there. than us. Moonshine yeah, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. I think it's yeah, so it's easy us picking these yeah, games. Paul. Come yeah, on, Paul. Come on, Paul. Well, I think the Fetch funny thing mortgage. is I think, I think Paul is in the group already. So. He is, yeah. Yeah, so everybody else that isn't Paul. <laughs> Tom, Tom, this is your chance to yeah, redeem come on, yourself. Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom. I got your best player on the Yankees, Tom. Come fight me for him. Let's Ooh. go. Come on. Ooh. Winner Ooh. takes Ooh. Soto. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come out. Time out. No, 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 no. Yep, that's oh, what I'm I heard. Kidding. All right, I'm gonna send the I'm gonna send the paperwork through to uh, Major League's front office. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, be sure to give us a follow on the socials at Boozy Sports Pod. Uh, thank you, Joe, once again for editing this. We appreciate it. We hope your JMU Dukes win their bowl game. Um, and, right. I like it. And until next time, you guys have a great week and enjoy your college basketball this week because there's no football this week. Bye-bye. Go Vols.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Moonshine and Scoreboards. Moonshine and Scoreboards is a Tri-M production and is hosted by Kevin Scott, Landon Doan, and Justin Krutzinger. Our engineer is Joe the Engineer. If you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Google Podcast, or anywhere you get your podcast. You can email us at moonshineandscoreboards at gmail.com. Subscribe, tell a friend, and come back next week for all of the fun, the games, the moonshine, and of course, the scoreboards. Thank you.